Hello, dear listener. Thank you for joining us for episode 15 of Basement Gaming. My name is Herb, and I will be joined by my cousin Brigham in a little while. So this week, we have more next-gen console talk, as Brigham is really excited about the Xbox Series X and Series S announcements. And I am excited that Sony announced they're having a PS5 showcase on September 16th. This week's video game genre of the week is Battle Royale games. Finally, we're going to round things out with some quickfire news in a little section we like to call the weekly feed. And as always, if you'd like to join in on the conversation, please feel free to reach out to us on Twitter at BasementGaming9. And with all those formalities out of the way, welcome to Basement Gaming. Hello, Brigham. What's going on, man? Oh, man. What is not going on, dude? <laughs> a lot is going on. Do, do, do you hear that right now? Wait, what is that? Wait, what is it? It's, it's, the, it's the sound of the X is going to give it to you. <laughs> That's what that sound is. Uh, Brigham is really excited about the Xbox news, everyone. Oh, I'm pumped. If you couldn't tell. Uh, yeah, so Xbox, you know, finally came out after some leaks. They were forced. Their hand was forced. And they came out with prices and release dates for Xbox Series X and the Series S. Brigham, what's this news about? Oh, man. Okay, so it's been crazy. So apparently Xbox, uh, they were planning on announcing this information on the week of the of uh, this week, the, the week they're listening to this now. So the week of the 14th, they were planning on announcing information about their other launch console, the Xbox Series S. But on September 8th, more like September 7th, because like the middle of the night, it was like one in the morning on September 8th. Uh, a leak came out showing footage of the Xbox Series S, which is a, I'll explain a bit more about what that console is in a second, but um, shows this new console. It showed the report, the rumored price of the console. And also, there's also leaks showing the price of the Xbox Series X, as well as launch dates for these consoles. Huge news, middle of the night, right after a holiday weekend. Xbox comes out the next day, actually just a few hours after the leak, um, being like, yep, it's true. And then at a better time in, in the next day, it came out with a video. It started putting out information, basically just being like, well, the cat's out of the bag. Let's just show it. And it's been a great week of information. Uh, for those of you who don't know what the new console is, uh, this Xbox Series S, is essentially an Xbox Series X, but instead of having the compute computing power to render games at <clears throat> native 4K resolution, it can render the games at 1080p or 1440p. Um, besides that, it still has it still has all the same kind of functionality as Xbox Series X. So it has a super quick uh, load times. It has the b- ability to switch between games quickly. Um, it has ray tracing. Uh, graphics. Um, so really what it is, is it's essentially a console for people who want to get into the new generation, but don't want to, but don't really care about 4k gaming. Um, and super exciting. I was super pumped to see the, this news. Um, I, I'm, I'm curious to hear what you think about this, her being a, being a PlayStation fan yourself. Yeah, there's a lot to unpack here. I think the first thing is, I wonder when they would have told us about this, if these leaks didn't happen. And it feels like with Xbox in particular, there's been a lot of leaks uh, in the last couple of years when it comes to like information about it. 
and then Xbox Microsoft just comes out and like, all right, whatever, it got leaked, might as well just go ahead and say it. Which brings me to the question, like, what, why were you waiting in the first place? I don't know. It, it's it's strange, but um, I think I'm a little bit surprised at the prices. Is my was my first thought. Uh, four ninety nine. I was like, I was I was definitely expecting uh, a six hundred dollar uh price tag for the Series X, and then I was even more surprised that the Series S is two ninety nine, which is isn't that like the price of a Switch? Yeah, Switch is three hundred bucks. <laughs> it's insane. That is absolutely insane pricing for a next generation console to be as expensive as a handheld device which is i don't know it felt really crazy to me um i'm sure a lot of people were happy about it uh the biggest thing for me with the 299 pricing was that and we talked about this a little bit off the podcast is for people that are like not huge xbox fans like people like me like i could definitely see myself like i don't know get it get a 299 xbox one day if i really felt like it kind of thing because it's like way more uh price friendly i would say or budget friendly than a, a 500 dollars investment so i thought it was kind of cool that like the smaller version which was like not that much like worse than the series x was like a pretty a decently affordable price right so that, that people can like go through the door i think that's the thing about xbox and microsoft has been like they're pretty open to like letting people in slowly kind of thing which is another conversation we can have in terms of like comparing that to Sony's philosophy of gaming and consoles, but exciting stuff. I'm just, I'm, I'm just happy that the game of chicken between Sony and Microsoft is finally over. Yeah. Now, yeah. Now that one of them's out, the next one is sure to come very quickly. Yep. Yeah. No, I definitely agree with that. I think this game of chicken has been super annoying. You can, it was obvious that they're both just kind of wait and see who's going to go first. So maybe they can, I don't know. Maybe they can change their price. Although at this point we're so close to the launch that I really can't see them. Like even though now PlayStation knows how much Xbox's console is going to be, I can't see them this late in the game making a quick change. Maybe changing about like a fifty dollars, but you know, I really don't think I really don't see the PS Five going down to two ninety nine. Yeah, um, no way. I don't think. Yeah, this which is. Which is another reason why I don't really understand why this game of chicken was happening. Because it's like, like you said, there's no way that they were going to really affect each other. Because I don't think Sony cares what Xbox does with their prices. Because, and the same thing for Microsoft to a certain extent. I feel like they they're pretty secure in their in their fan base, and they know that whoever wants to get these will get it pretty much regardless of the price. So. I don't know. I don't know why they would like try to downcut each other because it's like I don't think they're really trying to hit each other's markets that much, to be honest. Yeah. Well, I think I think Xbox has been you know pretty clear that, that at least even though they you know they play nice, like they do want to try to compete with like having a more they want to have the more you know, quote unquote advanced console, whether that matters or not at this point. It's like they're so similar, it doesn't really matter. But and also I think they do want to compete on price because one of the big reasons the Xbox One failed was because it was a hundred bucks more expensive than the PS4. I don't understand why Sony cares that much because because Sony especially it's like they have you know full confidence like they have the exclusives they have like twice the um, the sell rate of their console compared to Xbox One it's like I don't really understand why they needed to, why they felt like they had to wait you know like people I, were, I feel like people who are going to buy a PlayStation 
are, are pretty set on buying a PlayStation. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, so I think I, uh, I, don't, I don't really know about that. It's definitely some sort of legal slash PR thing going on in the background that we're just not privy to or know about. That yeah, maybe someone will educate us about one of these days. Mm. But yeah, at any rate, uh, Xbox is finally out with their prices, and like I said, I think they're very reasonable considering the we're gonna get some pretty powerful hardware here. So I think most people are pretty happy about this. I yeah. would say. And I think it's really cool, too, that you were saying that, you know, this made Xbox Series X, Series S, I mean, kind of opens the door, at least in your mind, of maybe having an Xbox as like, you know, a secondary console down the road. And I think that that is something that's really important too. like, you know, right now, Xbox doesn't have the exclusives. Xbox games are also on PC. So it's kind of a hard to sell for people to be like, that's going to be my main console. But I think the Xbox Series S does do a good job of saying, well, you know, if you want an Xbox, it's like 300 bucks, dude. It's such, it's like close to impulse buy level of like price. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can get can, that with your tax return. You kind of think. <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. Just wait for another COVID check and then boom, you can buy one. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm I'm very excited. I think personally, I'm going to buy an Xbox Series S. Um, the more I thought about it, it's just like I don't have a 4K TV. I'm not planning on getting a 4K TV anytime soon. And so the S- Xbox Series S just makes more sense to me. The one downside of it for me is the hard drive, the solid state, uh, the solid state um, storage in the Series S is half the size of the Series X. X has a one terabyte and the S has 512 gigabytes. Oof, that's so it's like, oh, and like there's an expansion card slot in the back. So I could buy like a one terabyte card to add to it. But at that point, it's like. I don't know. So 512 is not a lot. At the same time, I don't play that many different games at once, so I don't think it'll be a huge problem for me, but I can definitely see if I do get super into console gaming, that could be a problem. No, I mean, it's 100% going to be a problem. 500, 500 gigs nowadays, that's like three games. <laughs> it's like, it, yeah. yeah, it's not okay. I, even a one terabyte to a certain extent, um, are they going to be solid states, right? Mm-hmm. Even yeah. the one terabyte, man. On my PC, like one terabyte is like, oof, it's cutting close, man. It's cutting the close. So I don't know. I just That's felt true. like but I'm people surprised say too, they didn't move it up. Yeah. And then they're probably, it's probably just another thing they're trying to do to cut price. But I saw a video of someone was saying, which is a good point, was that because the Series S is set for 1080p and 1440p, that the, the, the size of the games aren't going to balloon as much as they will, like from ps3 to ps4 or, or, or 360 to xbox one like if you're if you're gonna game 4k games and yeah like the size are gonna get really big because the 4k assets that you need to download and stuff like that take up a lot more space than the 1080p assets do but there's but and i'm not saying the games are gonna be small but i don't think that i think that having games that are more than 150 gigabytes is going to be not like not, i don't think every game is gonna be like that you know what i mean people usually tend to think of like Call of Duty and Warzone, which are like 300 gigabyte total games. And I don't I don't know if every game is going to be like that. So I think with 500 gigabytes, you'll be able to have like AAA games. You'll probably have like five or six at a time. Yeah, I think definitely for if you're getting the S in the first place, you're probably saying, yeah, maybe I'll play two games a year on the Xbox kind of thing. So it probably won't become much of a problem. And obviously, like putting a bigger hard drive in there would definitely increase the price because one terabyte hard drives alone are like 200, 200 bucks on Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. So 
Yeah, I definitely think they're going to be losing a little bit of money off the sale, though, because there's no way that they're going to put out such great hardware for like $500 and just be like, yeah, we made 100% profit. It's like, what? <laughs> like, no way. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's definitely true. But they're taking, they're taking one for the team. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. I'm 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 excited, and I don't care about not having a disc drive for the S. Because honestly, I think when I buy an Xbox, I'm just gonna have Xbox Game Pass, and I'm not gonna buy any other any game. <laughs> I think I'm just gonna use the Game Pass, and if games come out on Game Pass, I'll play them. If not, then I'll wait. Wait to get it on a PC or something on the some yeah. Steve Summer Sale. Well, I've, I've seen most most big games come to Game Pass at some point, and so I, I don't mind waiting. I may end up. You know, what's funny is that we talked about that Assassin's Creed Valhalla game. And yeah. I had like zero interest in it. But now that I'm thinking about getting this new Xbox and that game's coming out on launch day, I'm like, hmm, I may, I may actually get Valhalla. <laughs> just just so I can have like something to play on it that's like, you know, that'll take advantage of the, you know, up, updated graphics and processing power and stuff like that. So who knows? I mean, I think that's, uh, that's the con of the Xbox so far really is just the lack of launch games really that are exclusive to that but there's gonna be something gonna be stuff to be able to play you can play all the old all, all the old games right you can carry them over right oh yeah like yeah so all, all xbox one games um i think a lot most i don't say most but a lot of xbox 360 games even some original xbox games are playable although you know it doesn't have a disc drive in the s so i've and uh and, if I don't have it, if I don't have it digitally, I can't play anyway. So, I mean, I'm just going to play Xbox Game Pass games. And also, I don't know if you heard this, EA Play is going to, is going to be part of Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, it's like a bundle of $24. Mm-hmm. No, that well, that's, that's the all access pass. That's the all so access. Yeah. So just paying 10 bucks a month or if you want the Game Pass, sorry, it's Game Pass. It comes with Game Pass Ultimate, which is 15 bucks a month. That includes Xbox Live, so you get access to the game Xbox Game Pass catalog. Sorry, I can't talk. Xbox Game Pass catalog, as well as the EA Play catalog. So that's a pretty good deal. That's There's a ton too of games. many passes, Rigam. Too many passes. Too many deals. It is a lot. It is a lot of passes. They need like, to start consolidating them. <laughs> it's like three different things you can get. There's like <laughs> Xbox Game Pass, Xbox Game Pass PC, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. <laughs> Xbox All Access, Xbox Live. That's five different things. Microsoft, subscription services. Yeah, they have more subscription services than there's like Dragon Ball Z uh, iterations, <laughs> dude. They're Friggin just throwing, Xbox they're just throwing Super, everything at the wall. You know? Xbox Super 2, Xbox GT, <laughs> Xbox <laughs> Z. Yeah, it's... I mean, I don't know. I, I respect it. Like, they're just trying to... They're just trying everything. Like, they're, they're, they're basically covering all their bases. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever way you want it, they'll give it to you. So it's very exciting stuff. Now I'm looking forward to PlayStation to see what they announced this week with their yeah. event. So Xbox is the friendly, friendly neighbor that invites you over all the time for some drinks and food. Meanwhile, Sony is probably the VIP party they try to be. Exclusives <laughs> only. PS Plus members only kind of thing. And uh, yeah, Xbox... The first one out with their prices, which honestly, I kind of expected them to be the first one out. But here we are. Sony's has announced that they're going to have a PS5 conference next week on September 16th. So what what, what do you think is going to happen there? What initial thoughts on the showcase? What's going to happen? Well, we better freaking get a price release date 
or else I'm turning that crap off immediately. That would be the first thing they say. Like, yeah. Nothing, I don't want to hear anything out of their words until they give a surprise. Um, nah, besides man. that, what? No, nah, I think it's going to be just like the console re- the console reveal. It's going to be like a one-hour freaking oh, showcase no. of just random games. Or like the devs are going to come out to give us like a presentation on their games. Like, you know, freaking Spider-Man de- developers out here with their little demo and little conference and all that. And they're going to be like three good games, like the three launch games or something. And then right at the end, all right, by the way, it's coming out in November <laughs> with this price. It's like, okay. So that's what I think is going to happen. It's probably going to be real teased. Yeah, that's you're probably right. They're going to show a bunch of indie games that I'm not going to care about for an hour. It's going to be really annoying. I don't know. I I mean, besides the Xbox price and the launch date, or no, sorry, PlayStation price and launch date, I don't really know what else they could. Maybe give us like a teaser of another Xbox of another PlayStation exclusive. What a like cool. God of God of War, dude! Ooh. I could totally see them doing a little, a little sneak peek. You know what I mean? Like, like a, a thirty second, not even thirty second, like ten second sneak peek. Yeah, ten second CG trailer or something. Ugh, I hate those. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me gameplay. Give it to me. I know yeah. that'd be great though. I mean, I mean, I think I think I could definitely see that. I don't. That's really, the one series. Sorry, go ahead. There's no way. There's no way they don't give us a surprise, man. There's just no way. It's September. Pre-orders have to come out. Pre-orders is gonna be like next week. Next, not next week. Next month, right? If they want to release in November, so they have to tell people the price like right now, because it doesn't make like I'm pretty sure it doesn't make marketing sense to give prices later than this when you're probably gonna want pre-orders to start next month i don't know i'm not a marketer <laughs> yeah no i bet so i bet the playstation team is so relieved that people know what the xbox price is so they're like okay we can just we can finally just tell them what our price is if that's what they're waiting for that they must be relieved because it seems like right after this all happened they're like okay next week <laughs> yeah. next week we're gonna we're gonna have a thing <laughs> someone like, just said oh, out of the memo immediately <laughs> yeah Prepare yourselves. It happens next week. <laughs> well, okay. Man. What uh, predictions on price? Uh, okay, so I really think that they're going to be able to hit the uh, $4.99 price for the PS5. I think I think that's what I think that's why they're waiting. Because I think honestly, I think they would rather have the PS5 be $5.99 or $5.50 but they didn't want it to be more than the Xbox Series X, or at least a lot more than the Xbox Series X. So I think they're going to come out with the PS5 at $499, and the no no hard drive one is going to come out at $399. So $400 for the note for the digital one, and $500 bucks for the one with the hard drive, one with the disk drive. You know what? I think that Sony's so cocky right now, dude. I think PS5 is six hundred dollars. Oh my gosh! I think it's five ninety nine. PS5 with this drive, without this drive, I could be convinced to yield to three ninety nine. But I don't think that would be it. I think it'll be four ninety nine. Because I think I think they see that most people are gonna get the no the digital one, so they're gonna put that one at four ninety nine, and then they're gonna make the other one like a premium one, and that'll be six ninety nine. Oh man, dude, six hundred bucks though. You know the last console came out with six hundred bucks was? It wasn't it the one? It was the PS3. See, the, I mean, I not bought that bad boy. <laughs> I mean, you did, but not a lot of not a lot. I think, I think they want to stay away from that number, dude. It's like a bad luck number. Nah, dude, the PS3 sold fine. 
it's all fine after i mean afterwards after they reduced the price and they took out the ps2 backwards compatibility and you know make out the slim version but initially initially it did not do great i mean i think that's why they're they're releasing two and the 499 one would be the one that's most people are gonna buy the four the digital one anyways i'm pretty sure most people are not gonna buy what who wants the disc drive man no i mean people want the option for for Blu-ray movies, everyone that I've talked to that is probably gonna get a PlayStation has said they're just gonna get a digital one. Wow, just, it's like I don't think I don't think it's gonna be very popular, popularly sold, popular. Well, what I if? Think, go ahead. What if the what if the digital one's only fifty bucks cheaper? What if it's six hundred bucks for the one with a disc drive and then five fifty without? I don't think they'll be that close to each other, but it, if if it's only fifty bucks. Then maybe I'll see. I'll say they'll go five fifty for four ninety nine. I I I do think they're gonna be. They want to inch towards the six hundred dollar mark. I think I can see five fifty four ninety nine. I think five fifty four ninety nine is that's that's actually where I want to land on it. Yeah. Um, see, uh, famous YouTuber MKPHD and Marcus Brownlee thinks he. I think he said seven hundred for the PS five. Like maybe a month crazy. or two ago on a video when I think when they announced the. The hardware like what it was going to look like when it finally showed it and i think he made a video and he said i think it's going to be 699 <laughs> and i was like whoa <laughs> i thought that was kind of ridiculous yeah well I'm, i remember people saying that about the xbox series x too like people i think that bringing the series x down to 500 dollars really for, for me at least it throws a wrench in all of my predictions on what the price of the playstation is going to be because if, if, if the series x was 600 bucks then i would say the ps5 is going to be at least 600 bucks <laughs> you know yeah like because i think you're right and the, the more thing i think you're right like like they know people are going to buy it like they don't they don't need to undercut this thing they can they can sell it at a at a profit you know what i mean no no it, it's highly unlikely they actually try to undercut them i don't think i don't think they care uh i don't think it'd be very smart of them to sell a ps5 at 399 can you imagine that'd be ridiculous <laughs> I don't know. Well, yeah, and well, the thing I, I like the idea of them selling the the one without a hard drive for four hundred bucks is because at that point you get someone who's going to buy a Series S, and then they go, well, for a hundred more bucks, I can get the four K gaming uh, console, the PS Four, and I just I just want to have a disc drive. But it's but it's like the 4K system. Meanwhile, the Series S, it's like a 1080p system. You know what I mean? So I feel like you can you can sway people who are who are set on an S to switch over to a PS5 instead at 400 bucks. But at 500 bucks, at 600 bucks, <laughs> I mean, I guess they don't really care about swaying people over. They just at least they just want to keep the their, the fan base at this point. Like they they have the they have the numbers. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know if they need to convince anybody else. So. And I guess at the yeah. end of the day, it's like they convince people with the games, not the price. So yeah, hang on, I I want to double check to see if uh, that was his prediction, uh, MKBHD's prediction. I don't want to put words in his mouth here. Hang on. Don't you know that he listens to this podcast, man? Come on. <laughs> no, man. We, we got just gotta get it right. Hang on. MKBHD, I know you're listening to us. I just want to apologize now if uh, my cousin <laughs> messed up. We we did not intend to create any slander yeah because the rumors are all over the place right the ps4 came out at 399 right dude Mm -hmm. i'm telling you dude it's gonna be it's gonna be 599 
Oh the, my P- gosh, the PS3, dude. the PS3 was $5.99, which is, I don't know. I think they're going to give it another shot. So you're saying that play- PlayStation is going to come out with a console that is less powerful than the Series X for a hundred bucks more. Less powerful? I think I think that's a little BS, by the way. This it's whole less B- power. It's, it's, it's uh, everyone knows. I mean, yes, the PS5 is a faster, faster hard drive, but like objectively speaking, the Series X is more powerful, even if it even if it doesn't matter, which I don't think it matters at all. But just the optics of that. That's, that's what like, I'm saying. I, that's what I said. I think they're they. I think they're being cocky. I think they're going to be cocky about it, bro. Oh no, dude! They're cocky with the PS3 launch. <sighs> For that, I feel like maybe okay. Let's compromise here. I think it's going to be uh, what is it? Five fifty. Five fifty. Three ninety nine. Five fifty three ninety nine. So for okay. dude, this is making is this like in my head? The upgrade from PS four to PS five is so freaking huge, and the, the idea that they're gonna have it the exact same price. I mean, are we really that lucky? <laughs> it's like as gamers that like nothing ever inflates. Well, I mean, I the PS four the PS four launched at four hundred bucks, and the PS four Pro was five hundred. Actually, the PS four Pro was launched at 400 bucks as well so for them to go from 400 from the ps4 pro to 600 with the ps5 was it 400 or 499 i'm pretty sure it was 400 because the xbox one x was 500 and i remember it being more expensive the ps4 pro what is the ps4 pro launch price i excuse my typing in advance here we're both furiously typing <laughs> Yep. The PS4 Pro launch cost of three ninety nine. Wait, what? That's not right. Xbox Series X launched at four ninety nine. Okay, the first place, the PlayStation Four first launched at a price point at three ninety nine in twenty fourteen, right? The Slim came out at two ninety nine. The PS4 Pro launched at the same price as the original PlayStation Four at three ninety nine. What? This cannot be right. Was it really three ninety nine? Yeah, I, I remember that. So and so I, that's why I think going from three ninety nine to to five ninety nine. Okay, so okay. I, so what did I say earlier? I said four ninety nine digital, five ninety nine, uh, with the optical drive, right? I think the last thing you said was um four. And then and then I brought five fifty, right? No, no, no. five hundred for the regular one, and then four hundred for the digital one. I think that's what you said. I, I just don't see it, man. I don't see it being less than five fifty, dude. I'm calling. Okay, um, la- last one right here. Five hundred for the normal version, four fifty for digital. That's what it's going to be in my mind. Five hundred, so four ninety nine original. So it'd be the same price. It'd be the same price as the Series X. Yeah, same price. And then you can save fifty bucks with the digital version. Yeah, I don't think they're bringing the digital version all the way down to two ninety nine. That's for that's for sure. I think if they can get the digital version down to four hundred bucks to, to three ninety nine. That is a perfect upsell, like price point from the Series S to a PS5. Yeah, I think. I mm, see that. See, see now, now you're making sense to me. That's a little bit smarter now. Because if they do a, a 3.99 version of their like regular one, it still, it still feel like it's too cheap. I don't think they're gonna do that. I'm still feeling it's gonna probably gonna be like 450, 500. But if they do the the, the 3.99, they're saying, look, you get pretty much a slightly worst version of the original of the ps5 with the optical drive but you get a better version of the series s which is like a little bit of a bump up and if Mm -hmm. you if you're comparing it to the series x it's actually cheaper so that would be a huge move dude i think that would be 
That'd be that would hurt. I think that would hurt Xbox. So three fifty four ninety nine is that what we're saying here? Wait, three or, are we saying four fifty four ninety nine? We're saying four fifty four ninety nine. I'm saying four, I'm saying three ninety nine four ninety nine. Okay, I'm saying four fifty four ninety nine. Okay, we've we've compromised. <laughs> Actually, I, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. I think realistically, that's what's going to happen. I think they're going to take off like 50 bucks for the hard drive. 450, so. 499. You heard it here first, people. After yep. a 10 minute discussion, <laughs> we this, figured it out. This is how. This is actually how they figured it out in the room. <laughs> so yeah, this is actually why it's taking them so long. Like they keep arguing back and forth, just like us. So. Somebody's just like, it's got charts. It's like, look, the RTX. The RTX is like $3.99 now. We can do this. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So, all right, people. Start uh, start saving money. $4.50, $4.99. It's funny. I, I'm in a, a couple of uh, fantasy football leagues, and um, I'm ho- I'm hoping some of them hit so I can have a little bit of cash here. For <laughs> but, <laughs> nice. That's, uh, that's a good investment. Exciting stuff. Exciting stuff for Sony and Microsoft and gaming fans all around oh and today isn't today national video game day or something today is national video game day yeah look at that it's just like full circle xbox put a picture a little venn diagram of like the switch playstation xbox and a pc a little venn diagram and they all share over like a similar as one space that says like enjoys video games and i noticed it didn't add a Google Stadia to that Venn diagram. <laughs> Stadia. I, I still like, don't yeah. even know. I I didn't even know that thing that was a thing until you said so. I was like, what is what is this Stadia you keep talking about? I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty sad. That's it's, it's gonna it's dying faster than Valorant, dude. I don't know what's gonna happen to that. Valorant. One of my oh, coworkers is uh is convinced that Valorant is not dying out. Because oh, there's like a lot of there's still like pro teams and tournaments and all that. Who knows? I just I just want to say I think it's hilarious to see Overwatch, um, Overwatch pros or athletes move over to Valorant, thinking that Overwatch is the dead game and Valorant's going to have this this resurgence. <laughs> I feel like Valorant's hope, dying huh? faster than Overwatch, so <laughs> maybe, maybe a little bit <laughs> going from one sinking ship to another. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Real quickly here. Let's go ahead and do our genre of the week. This one should be pretty easy. It'll be pretty easy for me. Uh, we're doing Battle Royale games, which is uh, a hot topic, a hot gaming genre in the last, uh, say, like three, four years-ish. Um, a lot of a lot of companies have tried it. A lot of devs have tried their hands at the very popular Battle Royale genre, which is, if you're not familiar with it, uh, players drop into a map that gets smaller and smaller over time. And the premise of the game is last man standing. Usually you can go in by yourself or with a team and you drop into the map with no weapons and usually very little gear. You find gear on the map and you fight to the death until the last man standing wins. Battle Royale game, Brigham. What is your favorite Battle Royale game? Oh man, favorite Battle Royale game. This is a pretty easy one for me because I don't really like <laughs> Battle Royales all too much. Uh, but one game I really did enjoy was Apex Legends. Um, Apex Legends made by Respawn over at EA. Really cool way they launched it. They launched it basically out of nowhere. No one had heard of it. There was like no previews for it or anything like that. It just it was like like the day before it launched, streamers talked about it, and then it launched, and it was free to play. Amazing game, mixture of like kind of you know Call of Duty shooting with 
uh, Overwatch type of like hero system. So you would have like, you know, you'd select a hero at the gate and your hero would have special abilities, but then there'd still be like guns and different items you can pick up in, in the world. Super fun game. I think it was a great mixture of like having the hardcore shooting combat like in call from call of duty mixed with the more casual friendly hero based stuff like from overwatch like i said earlier so for me i really enjoyed it i'm kind of bummed that it didn't really i feel like it did take off but people don't really play it as much as they used to now which is kind of a bummer um but i really enjoyed my time with that game and I, i'm always kind of keeping my ear on the ground with that game to see uh what new stuff they came out with for it. I don't know if they ever did it, but you know what I think would really want to save that game is if they had crossplay. Yeah, yeah, I know. In fact, they did actually say, but right before the game, or right whenever the game did come out, they said it was too late to add in crossplay because uh, the whole crossplay movement, you know, occurred towards the end of development. And the game was like already programmed in a way where it was impossible. But but last year at this or EA Play convention thing, they announced it, it was getting crossplay. So really? I don't know if it's on if crossplay is out now, but it's coming out soon and it's also coming out on switch. Oh, so maybe, you know what? Maybe I can get my sister and uh, brother-in-law to play it. That'd be a fun maybe. game. Maybe uh, We got our cousin Stefan too as a switch. Oh yeah. Yeah, he does. Oh man, dude. And the I, family's getting back together, <laughs> dude. Yeah. We should all, as we need to do next weekend, we should all play freaking apex together. That'd be so much fun. Yeah. I think apex for me was, is probably uh, a good runner up. For me, I really like you. Like you, I really enjoy Apex. I really like the the movement mechanics on it. I love the weapons. I love having abilities for each champion and stuff like that. Uh, my biggest problem with Apex was the time to kill was way too high. It was just like it took you like three clips to kill someone, and it was just it was just annoying. I think the time to kill was way too high, which they kind of had to make it like that. It's just the design of the game. Because people have like powers and abilities and stuff, so you can't be dying too fast, or else like there would be no gameplay. And there's like a whole shield mechanic, and there's the other mechanic I didn't like was the the levels of shields. So you can have, you know, oh yeah, I, I don't know if I, again I haven't kept up with it too much, so I'm sorry if I'm wrong. But there was levels of shields. It's like a level one shield, level two shield, level three shield, and there was like level four shield. So like depending on who you, if you went up in a fight and someone has a level three shield and you level two shield. You've pretty much already lost a fight, kind of thing, unless you really outplay them. Um, it, considering the time to kill was so high, anyways, the fact that there was an, like an added layer of protectiveness for people that wasn't uniform just made me just made it very frustrating for me. There was just like if you didn't find a level two or a level three shield even early on in the game, you were like at a huge disadvantage, and it was just like it was just added RNG essentially added randomness to the game that I just didn't feel like was necessary, but that's yeah. just for me. I think a lot of people like that game a lot still. I think it's still pretty, pretty high up on the Twitch viewer list. So it's still a pretty wildly popular game. And like I said, I think if they had crossplay earlier on right off the jump, I think it would have done a lot better for sure. But we're always uh, adding new content to it. So hopefully it'll come back at some point, but yeah, uh, yeah it's not, I think call of duty really kind of sucked the air out of the room. <laughs> For every other battle royale, so yeah, and yeah, I mean, with that, I think my favorite for sure has been Call of Duty Warzone. Um, for me personally, I think it's it's the perfect battle royale. Um, the biggest complaint people have with it is that its gunplay is not as refined. As in, there's once your guns are leveled up, which is another complaint that you have to like level up your guns. Once your guns are leveled up and you have attachments on them, 
um there's like next to no recoil depending on the guns especially if you're using one that's like in meta quote unquote uh yeah you could just laser someone from like <laughs> 50 50 meters away so it can get kind of ridiculous that like you're getting people are like shooting you down pretty easily with like super powered guns so that was like the main complaint but that's never been a i don't know i've never felt like it's been that much of a game breaker of a deal i think that just makes you i think that just makes you take fights differently when you know that like if you're in a bad position someone is just gonna laser you down so mm-hmm. you just gotta like position properly and be a little bit a little bit smarter about your about your gameplay and yeah and like obviously when i say it's perfect by the way i say that for me obviously no game is perfect like there's there's also like kind of play to the whole uh long survivability that i talked about in apex it's just just gotta hit your shots right <laughs> so yeah yeah so for me i just felt like it took a lot of the things i like from other brs um i love the movement the movement is very reminiscent of like the movement in apex uh the gunplay obviously it's very call of duty is very basic call of duty gunplay it's just like if you shoot first you're probably gonna win the fight kind of thing unless someone's missing a lot but yeah i think the map is nice it's a good good size map uh there's definitely some places on the map that i have problems with but you know that can always be changed i think they're doing a good job keeping keeping the game fresh with constant updates we've talked about before about problems with like cheaters and stuff like that but for me it hasn't been too much of a problem and uh it runs very smooth it's decently op- optimized except for the ridiculous size of the game <laughs> it's like a hundred gig download it was pretty obscene yeah i think all around i ha- I have really no giant complaints that like makes me like want to move on to a different different br i think the mm-hmm. other brs that i played along the way starting with PUBG and then fortnite and then apex legends just had like these glaring things that they did over time that just maybe not enjoy the game like very quickly so yeah yeah no it's a valid point i think call of duty warzone is a really solid game uh, my only problem with it is that it's it's a lot harder of a game to just jump in and play because you do have to like level up guns and unlock perks and things like that which yeah gets kind of annoying um the nice thing about other battle royale games that i've played is just kind of like you know the things you unlock are cosmetic but which comes up the player power, you just kind of get it in the game. But at the same time, it's nice with Warzone because you feel like you're being rewarded for your time playing. So yeah, the, there there is a cool loop to that. You know, there's definitely pros and cons for that kind of system. So it's really cool. Yeah, um, and it's definitely like not like pay. We're making it sound like it might be pay to win. Like if you just pay an amount of money, you get you unlock all the guns. It's definitely not like that. Oh no, yeah. Uh, you definitely have to like put time into the game to get better stuff. So there is a bit of a barrier of entry, like. Whenever I start playing with someone that has that's never played it, it definitely I, I keep telling them just like to stick with it because you're gonna lose almost every fight if you don't have good guns. So it can get pretty frustrating in the beginning, but it wasn't really too frustrating for me because I started I started playing it right, you know, when it came out essentially. So even though there were people that had good guns, I was pretty much on even level with most of the people I fought. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's definitely a bit of a barrier of entry right now because. Most people have played it, you know, since it's come out. It's been out for a yeah. while. Yeah, um, can oh, yeah. Can I have a dishonorable mention? Yeah, go ahead. The dishonorable mention, Fortnite. The game that probably kind of spurred the whole... It didn't start the Battle Royale genre, obviously, but I feel like it really kind of kickstarted into, like, the... the mainstream. Like, mainstream level that it's yeah. at now. Um, but, man, I really hate that game. <laughs> I hate yeah. building. 
I hate learning. Like everyone's like learn to build. I'm like, dang, like it's not fun having set all these macros and like playing that game on a freaking on on your phone or on the console. It's so hard. And it's actually impossible. Yeah, I don't know. I've seen I've seen a couple of streamers. There's like some pro players that played on on controller Fortnite. I'm just like I don't know how you're doing this. This is insane. Like yeah. you have to be so good at the game to be able to play at a like competent level with it's controller. Crazy. It's so crazy. And like yeah, I don't enjoy the aspect. I honestly think that if Fortnite didn't have building, I'd probably love it. Like I, I like the third person. I love like the guns and like the wacky items they add in the game and stuff like that. But um, I think there is. That, that game is is like to a point where it takes so much skill to master that I really will never have a chance playing that big, winning that winning a game because I can't build. And uh, so, yeah, so I've, I've totally given up on that game a long time ago. And that's that's always been a huge turnoff for me. Yeah, I actually, you know, I was OK with the building mechanic at first and I got decently good at it. We, Me and my friends would get some wins here and there and stuff like that. Um, for me, where Fortnite started dying is when they started getting real creative with the new items and the new guns <laughs> and the new modes of transportation and the explosives. Just they got real wacky, man. It, and it the game became less and less about build and shoot and more and more about just like, let me get this cool little trick shot with this weird grenade launcher thing that you can jump on top of and fly 20 feet in the air by eating this rock and throw this guy, this like disco ball at this guy to make him dance. And then I'll shoot him in the face. I'm like, what is even happening? It's like, can I just pick up some guns, farm some mats and fight people? I don't know. It, I really liked it in its early days when it was like, just guns, building, fighting. And they really just got, I don't know. For some people, all that creativity is what kept it fresh and kept it fun. But for me, it 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 was just new gimmicks for me to keep up with, and I did not appreciate that. So yeah, um, I I don't really know if I have an. I guess my honorable mention would be Apex. Yeah, it's the other one, the one before Warzone that I thought was really good, and uh, yeah, so that's my honorable mention. Apex Legends, best for me, number one, Warzone, then Apex, and I'd probably, I honestly, even though I hate PUBG now, I'd probably put PUBG ahead of. Fortnite, just because Fortnite is just such a freaking yeah. cesspool. <laughs> I think I have more fun playing PUBG at this point than Fortnite as well. So yeah, so those are the, those are the big ones. Obviously, there was like so many others that came out over over time. There was a Black Ops one that came out. Um, was there a Battlefield one? Did that ever happen? I don't even know. I don't even remember. I don't. I, don't, I think they actually did. I can't remember. Obviously, it wasn't that important because I don't exactly. remember. So. Freaking Cyberscape, uh, is that what it's called? Yeah, the Ubisoft one. Oh gosh, there's a new one that came out recently called Spellbreak that a lot of streamers have been trying out and playing out. Realm Royale, yeah, there's been a bunch of battle royales. I think, like you said, after Fortnite copied PUBG and then did the whole like battle pass thing, everyone was like, "Oh, you can make a lot of money play with BRs." <laughs> so let's everyone try it out, and they really did. They really went for it. But yeah, that's a that's down on battle royales. I think most people know what they are and have probably tried it at some point. So go ahead and let us know what your favorite VR is, what you're playing right now, and if you think we're crazy for ours. <laughs> All right, let's wrap the show up with the weekly feed, Brigham. Let's see, quick, quick fire news. We're we're already at 48 minutes here, so people we're getting bored. 
Quickfire news. Well, Ubisoft had their uh, Ubisoft Forward event this past week. Um, they had some announcements. I think the biggest one being that they were working on a remake of the popular game Prince of Persia Sands of Time. It's planned to come out in January of 2021. It looks pretty good. I'm very excited. I, I love that game back when I played on the GameCube. Um, I didn't beat it, but I definitely will play it. Uh, when it comes out on Xbox Game Pass. <laughs> it would have been funny if we actually brought that game up last week on our remastered gaming list and then they ended up just announcing it the next week. I it know. would have been it would have been proof that they actually do listen and no one could say otherwise. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> These guys at basement gaming know what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> just get working on that Warriors remake. One other thing. Um there's been some rumors coming out uh last week that Nintendo is looking to come out the new Switch that could possibly play games at 4K resolution on TV. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that'd be really cool. I think um, something that I thought that they would do with the Switch, and they still have the potential of doing, is making it to where there's some CPU power in the base, in the dock that you plug the, the Switch in. Yeah. And so that way, it's like whenever you have it plugged in to TV mode, you can have extra power, and they can use the extra power to do 4K resolution. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cause there are some, there are certain like these like portable graphics cards that plug into a laptop via USB type C they can do. And I was like, man, like they should do something like that for the switch. And so I'm kind of hoping they do that with this. So I can just like buy a new base is having to buy a whole new switch. Yeah. Even then it's like, do I really need, I really don't need that, but uh, I don't know. I think, I think that'd be cool. So that's, that's interesting. We'll see what happens there. Yeah. And we've mentioned it. Um, Sony is having a PlayStation 5 showcase on Wednesday, September 16. I don't know if when, when you're listening to this, if it's happened or not. Definitely check that out to see if they finally give us a new price or price point for the PS5. We'll see if we're right on our predictions. Uh, besides that, we got, let's see here. Nothing much on my side. I don't really see anything that's popping out too much. It's a little bit more Watchdog stuff, a little Aiden Pierce teaser for the new Watchdog coming out. Uh, like you, you mentioned this briefly, Assassin's Creed Valhalla is now launching a week early on November 10th as an Xbox Series X launch title. So if you're trying to play that, that'll be pretty cool. Get your Series X and you have a, a game to play right off the bat. And uh, I thought this was kind of cool. I played a little bit of this game, the Mafia games. I don't know if you've played any of them, Brigham, but it's yeah, going to be Mafia a def- 3. Yeah, definitive edition has been announced for next generation. So I think that would be a definitely a decent buy for me. I think I'll probably check that out. If yeah. not on launch, then maybe on sale a few months later. I'm going to check it out. It's made with the same engine that they use for uh, um, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Um, so if you want to, if you want to get your Grand Theft Auto fix in and you're tired of playing GTA five yeah, or six, is it six, five, oh, it's five. Yep. Still on five. Oh gosh. Yeah. So if you're tired <laughs> of playing that, this may be the game for you. Yeah. I bet they release this. And then when people keep asking for the six, it's like, what do you mean? We gave you a new mafia. <laughs> oh man. It's essentially, it's essentially GTA with a skin on it. So yeah, get your, get your GTA fix with the mafia definitive edition uh when is it coming out i haven't seen it but it's coming out soon next year and that's all we have for the weekly feed i think right yeah that's it and that's also all we have for the show today as always everyone thank you for joining us thank you for listening uh please feel free to join the conversation at 
Basement Gaming Nine on Twitter. And if you feel like sending us a longer message, you can email us at basementgamingpod at gmail.com. And as always, we're trying to grow the community for this podcast as much as possible so we have more people to talk about games with. So if you know anyone that would be interested, feel free to share. Don't forget to follow us on your podcast platform of choice. Give us a review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, so the algorithm is nice to us. With that being said, tell your friends, tell your wives, tell your kids. Thank you for listening to Basement Gaming. See you guys next time. Peace. Thank you.